Welcome to the Empowered Women Rise podcast with me, your host, Lucy Bennett. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Lucy Bennett here. So welcome, everybody, to our fourth interview in the Empowered Women series to celebrate women in March in the Wild Hearted Entrepreneur. Today, I am delighted to be joined by a sole friend who I have found over the last six months doing similar work, well, the same work as me in terms of finding our life's purpose. Um, Amy Stewart, who is a soul-led life coach based in Scotland. Amy, thank you so much for agreeing to do an interview with me today. Thank you for having me. It's lovely to be here. Excellent. So it's so nice to finally see your face and to talk to you and, and hear your voice because we've been, you know, messaging and in the same course for the last six months, pretty much, well, four, four or five months. And I've got to know about your personal journey and your personal story a little bit. But why don't you tell us here? So tell us a little bit about your life journey so far. Okay. So, yeah, my childhood, um, it wasn't all bad, I have to say. You know, it wasn't all bad. I had some really happy times throughout my childhood. And my mum has been and continues to be a pillar of strength in my life. Um, however, there was a lot of trauma that happened um, starting off at the age of five when my sister suddenly died. And um, yeah, she, no one will, sorry, that was my dogs. Sorry about that. <laughs> dogs are fully welcome in the wild hearted entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, so no one will ever know. And I actually never knew until I was about 22 what had actually happened. Um, and she had taken tablets for period pain, got mixed up with the tablets um, and took a really strong allergic reaction to the tablets. But there was eight in her system. So no one will ever know whether that was accidental or whether it, it was on purpose. Um, and that kind of uncertainty of not knowing is really devastating for everyone involved not you know my mum obviously and then myself as her little sister she was um, nine years older than me so she kind of coupled as a as a parent figure and we shared a bedroom and I've also got an older brother and there was only a year between my brother and my sister so yeah truly quite difficult so that was one experience and basically after that my mum found it quite difficult to settle in one place and I changed schools about five times. Um, so that lent itself to a lot of change. So like every couple of years, uh, having to fit into a new environment and feeling like I had to mold myself into the environment rather than, you know, just being myself and being like for who I was, I felt like I had to change to the environment. And I actually got chronically bullied in one of the schools that I attended for like a solid two years, even by one of my teachers and out in the community, it wasn't only at school. So yeah, and that was, I was about eight at that point. And unfortunately, about a year after that as well, I suffered um, sexual abuse by a, a family friend. So yeah, about four years of my childhood that was basically just endless trauma really for um 
but one thing that I did have throughout it, as I've said, is my mum. So that was the one constant that I had, thankfully. Um, and had that not happened, I wouldn't be who I am today. And I've learned, done lots of soul searching since then, learned a lot about myself, and I've gone on to help others. So, yeah, um, you've got one thing that I know is that we get so much from the traumatic experiences that we go through in our lives. Absolutely. You have been through so much and I'm so sorry about everything that you have been through it, it's it's huge absolutely huge and at such a young age as well because you know when when we're that young we are still developing and learning everything about the world so it really does affect us in later life but you've been on your own transformative journey and you've been able to heal yourself and to and to see what we have been taught to call the the kind of the the lesson in the wound, you know, the silver lining in, 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 in the experience, which it's hard to kind of comprehend at first, isn't it? That kind of like seeing the good that comes out of the bad. But as you start to heal and go through life and transform yourself, you, you understand why it's so important to see it like that, don't you? It's that life's, the life's lessons, would you say? Um, yeah, 100%. And I think you know, we can either be defined by these traumas that happens in our lives, or we can be defined by how we rise up from that struggle and how we get that determination and that grit to work through um, what's happened, you know, and, and also compassion, you know, having self-compassion about where we're at with a particular issue. And um, I definitely think that being able to talk about what has happened rather than keep things hidden or or not talk about them that's definitely what has helped me and then in partnership with that has helped me to go on and and help my clients yeah. what would you say for you was the catalyst that changed your approach to your trauma so when did you decide what was it that triggered you to actually decide to deal with the trauma that you'd experienced in childhood so my healing journey has kind of been layered. So, you know, it's, it, it, it's been continuous since the age of nine, I would say. Um, really amazing. Partly, you know, initially just talking things through with my mum, being able to keep continuing to talk at home about what was going on for me. Um, into my teenage years, you know, when I was a teenager, I got really interested in philosophy and reading books and like books for me were uh, like portal of transformation and and into a world where I could learn from not only myself but someone else's journey so yeah initially it was just books and then when I was 20 so that's like 13 years ago now I was at a body and soul fair down in Glasgow in Scotland and I was actually helping my mum out with her business. She had an aromatherapy business at the time. And we each decided that one of us would man the stall and the other person would go to a talk once a day because it was on for like three days. And I met at that talk, Dr. David Hamilton, who is, um, uh, he's, he's well known to be an expert on the mind-body connection. He's an expert of kindness and the placebo effect. And he started his career um, as a organic chemist. So he used to develop cancer and cardiology drugs for AstraZeneca. But what he realized is when a drug trial happened, so many people 
will get the real drug. So many people will get the placebo and people that get the placebo still get better. And I had, you know, I was 20 at the time. I hadn't really, um, wasn't really aware of that knowledge. And when I went to his talk, I was just like, wow, we are powerful, actually, it turns out. That is incredibly and, powerful, incredibly powerful. Yeah. Yeah, there were so many ahas when I went along to his talk and I went over to speak to him after his talk. He had a stall selling books. He only had two out at the time. He's now written 10. Um, and I actually ended up being friends with him. So he ended up coming up to Inverness and, and talking and I would host the talks. People would come along and yeah, we've been friends ever since. And he actually comes on to my coaching programs now and talks on self-love. Wow, that's so really yeah yeah so yeah his part in my journey was instrumental I would say that was the I would say that was the start of me really recognizing that the power lay within me it wasn't anyone else's job to fix me or heal me or do the work it was me (laughs) I love that Amy because it is so true and I think there's so many people in life who want everybody to just do it for them to fix them but actually it really is what is inside of us that can heal us or make us better but it's our decision and it's our choice in a in order to take those steps and without taking those steps we'll never get the transformation things will always be the same so it really does take courage doesn't it at the end of the day it's a lot of courage it does because I think you can either bury the past and not talk about it again and um, think that well it's done and it's over but actually you know if you've had traumatic experiences that are underpinning your results you know and maybe you're not fulfilled in life or maybe you feel like I, I remember just having this niggling feeling that there must be more to life than this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand. And that comes back. I have to say, you know, I, I'll do a layer of healing and then something will happen again and I'll be like, oh, I've still got more work to do. So yeah. I, I, you know, I like to think of this as a never-ending journey, really, because since the age of 20, I've been on loads of different experiences. I've been on retreats. Um, and since 2019 have had a coach, um, but still I, I I get to a level and I think, right, okay, that's great for now. And then I've still, still got more work to do. So yeah, it's, it's never ending. It's never ending. And it's every time that you have a challenge in your life, so you're up leveling or something big happens, like what happened to you recently? So tell us <laughs> a little bit about the major challenge that you had recently. <laughs> So I am also a mum to my gorgeous little girl, Mimi. She is four. And we were out for a walk about eight weeks ago in the forest. And yeah, it's quite funny because I'm into quite extreme things such as wild swimming. I'll climb a mountain, no bother. But this was just a normal walk in the forest. And Mimi's legs were getting tired we'd been walking for about half an hour and I bent down to give her a piggyback she jumped on and that would be something that I would normally do no problem and then I just started walking and what I hadn't realized was there was a scatter of snow on the on the ground but then there had been like three inches of really thick ice underneath the snow and I just slipped tried to save Mimi I didn't want her to get hurt and the way that I fell um my right femur basically snapped um and 
yeah, it was a really bad break. It, it spiral broke, so the, the kind of bone down the way spiral fractured and so did it up the way. So the break kind of went from my hip right down to my knee. Um, so yeah, <laughs> amazingly managed to just breathe through that pain. I have to say I had a natural birth with my little girl. She was born in a um, birthing pool in my living room on her due date. She just came. It was amazing. So I kind of clicked into, I did hypnobirthing with her. So I knew I had to breathe. I knew to control the pain. I also focused on the trees that were, there was sunlight coming in on the trees. So I knew just to focus in on that because that was going to relax my nervous system. And there was walkers, so there was um, a walker that went and got her car and parked it on the main road so we could be found. I managed to phone the ambulance. I also managed to phone my mum to come and get my little girl and my two dogs. And I also managed to phone my best friend, who my, my best friend, is she, she works quite high up in social work. So, you know, she's a mental health officer, which means that she deals with crisis a lot at work. Yeah. So she was able to come to where I was lying and just stay completely calm with me and she stayed with I was actually lying on the forest floor for two hours in the end oh my god <laughs> you must have been freezing and as well as being in chronic pain you must have been freezing because it was the middle of January wasn't it when it happened it was the 8th of January yeah. so yeah I was hypothermic um, they had to get GPs out to the scene to give me a spinal block in order to move me. So yeah, it was it was uh, it was one of the worst accidents, worst injuries of my life. But you know, it's amazing what you can get through. <laughs> it's amazing, and it's so funny to be sat here with you, with you laughing and smiling. And of course, I've seen your journey in the hospital and also you know heard the challenges like emotional challenges that you had when it first happened and and we talked about how it's so normal and we just we kind of take it for granted that you know that you, you break your leg and it's just your leg but it's not it's everything else as well and then of course coming home you also had to to deal with that but you you're you're a true fighter Amy it's so obvious like you have been fighting your whole life but very gracefully which is so beautiful as well so you you call yourself a soul-led life coach which I really love because it has well it has soul to it but it just it it says a lot about you know who you are and what you do so tell us more about how you help to transform other women's lives so I started my business properly last January. Um, I have been working kind of the last eight years doing one-to-one -one therapy, but it very much was word of mouth. So I never promoted myself. Um, I would just now and again get a text or an email asking me for a session and I would say yes. But then last January, I just thought, you know what, now's the time. I'm going to start my first programme. And I did this in person to begin with, and it was an eight-week um, personal development programme slash mindfulness. So I, I facilitated meditation, but I also taught people about the power of their minds and how to harness the power of their minds over their bodies. Whilst I also threaded my own story through the the teaching yeah. so yeah that's where the the soul led comes from because I've got 11 years of professional experience working in mental health I've studied CBT and mindfulness to master's level um but you know with that 
comes, you know, with with a profession, you very much cut off um, your professional learning and who you really are when you go home. And I never really shared my story before. And it was really important to me, actually, when I began my business, that I was bringing my whole self to it, not just my professional experience. Um, And through doing that, I've met the most amazing clients that have been guided to me on a soul level. So, you know, I really have this soul connection with everybody that decides to invest in themselves with me. Um, And it's an intuitive process as well. You know, I, I, um, so yeah, I initially started this in-person program, COVID hit. And then I was like, no, I'm not stopping. I'm loving this. So I I moved everything over to online and do a lot of um, my programs over Zoom now. And yeah, so as I said, an intuitive process. So even the writings of my modules, I'll do on a weekly basis. And it's just what comes from my heart and comes from my soul with, you know, CV and professional underpinnings to it and some science. I always say that it's like a blend of science and spirituality. Um, Because I feel like if we ignore the spirit, if we ignore our soul, we ignore half of everything really. And, And that's the power that's the, the power lies in our spirit I believe you know once we harness the power of our minds and of our souls we're, we're unstoppable I, I believe I believe as it as well and I, I, I truly believe it so I'm currently qualifying as a hypnotherapist wow. and I've done the first part which is the hypnotist and I'm doing it with the past lives institute it was recommended by Natasha Bray and um it's really incredible so I have taken clients back to their spirit selves and all of those clients are the kind of people that believe in it anyway but and I believed in it too but actually being the therapist taking people to that point in their lifetime you feel so much more connected to it and it's like it's validation for me that it really really is real like we are not just you know a human body we are a human body and a spirit as well it really is so true I mean the spirit is the life inside of us it's the breath inside of us isn't it it's it's all of our thoughts it's our imagination it's the power of us really and when we're disconnected from that we 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 get stuck and it's very hard for us to kind of progress any further in our business or our life so it's it's really important I feel now that people start to connect with themselves on a soul level as well, you know, to start connecting with their inner self in order to project Mm -hmm. themselves forward in their businesses and their lives. Because if we don't, we never really truly know what we want. You know, we can't find Mm -hmm. that. I was just connecting there to a time, you know, a couple of years ago. And it's funny because I've known about all this stuff since I met David and since I went on a retreat the year after that and I learned meditation and I did a fire walk and I was enlightened, felt enlightened. But it's amazing how life can happen. And sometimes it just takes another traumatic experience to throw you off course again and take you away from your spirit. Yeah. Um, and in 2019, I'd kind of hit a bit of a wall again and I was feeling a bit tearful and like, again was getting that, that 
siren in my mind going there must be more to life than this and that was my kind of nudge to go there is more to life than this and you just need to do a little bit more work again to get back to your soul to get back to your spirit um and that's what I had to do that's I had to go back I had to I let my meditation practice slip away as we you know it's it's quite funny I think that we can get into really good routines really good self-care spiritual practice and then life like I had a young child I had a little girl and I was working almost full time and I wasn't doing any of the things that filled me up because I felt like I came last um, and she came first which she did but what I didn't realize was that I needed to come first in order to put her first too because without a mum that was talked up from the soul level up the way she was getting what was left of me not the best of me so that's my mantra now with my little girl that she gets the best of me not not what's left of me so if I'm putting myself in the center of um my in the center of life actually then everyone benefits I say that to my, you know, to my clients um, always that looking after yourself, making sure that you're healthy, that you're doing this, you know, like sometimes they don't want to, they're not, they're not keen on meditation or journaling, but it's so important to be connecting with yourself and filling yourself up. But as a human design projector, you will find it really easy for your energy to be taken away from you as well. So this is the thing, you know, it's, it's important that you do keep yourself like the self care up and everything is so important. Rest is so important for you. And actually it's like Natasha says in wealth and worth mastery that, you know, she she takes a, a manifestation nap daily and that rest is as important as the work that you're putting in you know so actually interesting tip point for you which if you come to the masterclass next week um you would hear but we are meant to as projectors we're meant to work only four hours a day and then spend the rest of the time studying and learning <laughs> and improving I love that I love it as well and it it feels so right for me and it's what I tend to do so you really have been through so many transformations and I love the fact that you you recognize that you can you can reach the point where you feel like you've up leveled and you've 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 got to the point where you want to be but then something else happens in life and it takes you down and I think it's important for people to understand that it isn't always good because life is about balance and you are going to rise up and then fall down again one of the things um, that we haven't talked about is the fact that you um, you currently, or you, your coaching is at the moment, it's still a side hustle, isn't it, for you? So that's like a an, another transformation that you're going through at the moment to a certain degree. Yeah, so I, with my leg, I am currently off sick from work, um, but I don't know, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to use this experience to propel my business forward and move it from being something that I do in the evenings and at the weekends to something that I do all the time and that's what I was you know it's it's something that has been in my mind for a long time but I think it's taken me to have this wake-up call with my health suddenly being taken from me to think right it's kind of like my now or never moment yeah so yeah it's been an opportunity actually this broken leg um of 
reflection, to stop, to breathe, and to think, right, what is it that you really want in life? And what is it that you're really bringing to life? And interestingly enough, yesterday, I've been invited along to an event in October to tell my story about my leg. Um, So, yeah, it's funny, um, just because somebody that, that works in this spiritual field Uh, It's really inspired by the way that I've responded to my injury, because that's the thing. Um, I think if this had happened at any other time in my life, I probably would have been in a much worse psychological state. Now, I'm not saying at all that the last two months have been easy. It's been really difficult at times. I had to get a blood transfusion. My mum had to live in, uh, move in with us for a while and all of my independence was taken away I mean even to the point of going to the loo however you know it's amazing how our bodies heal they recover and now that I'm at a stage where I am getting some strength back and some energy back I'm able to have days where I'm I'm living my dream literally living my dream so that's what I want to continue doing and that's yeah I feel like now with with this having happened I'm only going to say yes to things that are in absolute alignment with me so things that set you on fire that's great yeah does that answer your question definitely definitely and I love it because it's so important that alignment is so important in our lives I'm reading a book at the moment called uh find your discover your dharma and it's all about discovering your life purpose and she uses the ayurvedic um system to kind of define your your different archetypes and in the ayurvedic system there is karma and then there's kriya and there's these two types of energy and they say that actually we all say oh well if somebody does something bad they'll you know the karma will get them and it's absolutely true so karma is like this car this energy that comes to remind us that we're living out of sync that we're living out of alignment and then the energy is like a feminine energy that just flows and that you feel when you're in alignment so in a way it's karma exists to keep reminding us that we're not on our path we you know it's like a nudge in the right direction so it's like your your leg was like a nudge in the direction of you need to start pushing your coaching career forward now because you're not just a coach you are a soul-led life coach who is changing and transforming women's lives so you've got to start following your heart and following your dreams and believe that this is your life's purpose you know so it's just like this that's your karma nudge the breaking leg a hundred percent because I think if it hadn't happened I might have been waiting another year or I don't know how long before I felt like now was the time and it's always good to remember when we're going through you know whenever we want something to happen or something to change we're never gonna ever feel 100% ready there's never gonna be the stars don't suddenly align and you feel fully ready to do anything I don't think you've just got to take the leap when you get the opportunity and sometimes it is when you feel scared to do that but actually that's when magic doesn't happen in your comfort zone Oh, exactly. That is so true. And it it just every time that you push your business forward, every time that you make a big step forward, it really does. It's difficult. It feels hard. It isn't meant to feel easy. If it was easy, then everybody would be a millionaire. You know, it's like, no, it is tough. But it's essential, I think, for, you know, having a life that feels aligned and a, a life that is truly free, you know, so... 
Amy. Such a pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your story with us and empowering the other women in this group. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Amy. And thank you, everybody, for listening today. If you like this podcast, if you want to share Amy's story, then please do tell your friends and family about the Empowered Women Rise podcast. See you again next